and he's orange. I think it's ironic that Trump's son is barren when we all wish his mother was. I actually just found out something the other day. Do you want to know? I found it out. I'll tell you what I learned. I was doing some research. This is true. Apparently, if you kill two people, just from a legal standpoint, if you kill two people, Nancy Pelosi's president. Like if you murder two people, Nancy Pelosi is the president of the United States. Not just any two people. <laughs> it's like a puzzle. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, would you guys be more upset about the federal agents kidnapping people and stealing them away? <laughs> like, if they weren't wearing masks? <laughs> like, would it be more upsetting? that we have federal agents kidnapping people and just like taking them away in rental cars if they were also like using transphobic language while they were doing it or would that be more upsetting for you? Would that be more of an issue? Oh my God, this fed is grabbing me and putting me into a Chevy for hours and handcuffing me and he'd misgender me. That was really messed up. Is that, no, I have an issue. Everyone got all upset about the toilet paper. I didn't think it was a big deal, you know. I don't even need toilet paper. I just use prayer. <laughs> I like masturbating off the balcony. The downstairs neighbors think I have a candle. Thank you. Warhol Kaufman, everyone! Huzzah! We have one last comedian for you, and he's gonna come up here. He's a crowd favorite. Clap your hands together. It's Pancake! The Syrup King! Keep it going for Pancake, yay! Yes, I'm gesturing that I want you to take photos from the tripod, um, what a tri it's War of the Worlds over here. We got tripods on the street. Watch out! Hello, I'm I'm pa oh wait, I there's uh something going around. Uh, I I'm uh gonna be a little cautious up here. Yeah. It, it it looks cleaner than it um, is. Um, <laughs> that was said um, precisely how I meant to say it. I'm Pancake. I'm, uh, um, well, when I, usually when, uh, when the last person goes up, they're called the headliner. Uh, hey, folks, uh, we got the headliner for you. Just wrapping up the show, and here's da da da. But uh, when, when, usually when when I go up, <laughs> they just say, "Here's the end," <laughs> and and here's where you can politely walk out. 
But really, uh, really, I have nothing else to go on that. Uh, life is, uh, funnier for people witnessing it. Um, I'm, uh, I'm really just a, a watcher when, when the teacher was, was counting all the students to make sure they weren't losing any. I'd always count first, and I would never count myself. So I think I'm just meant to be the witness, the watcher. You guys ever watch Highlander, the show? Um, I'm stepping outside of um, normalcy. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm not being universally... Uh, oh gosh, I had this word in my head all yesterday, but it's gone now. My my ex, I know, hard hard left. Here we go. My my ex, <laughs> hard left. Uh, left me, my uh, ex, my n new ex, my now ex, um, was a really bad girl in high school, and she had this stepdad who was a lawyer always got her off which always upset me because he was the only one getting her off and she always went to jail and what else can i say um bj up here can i say <laughs> i mean as long as it's not an f or an s right F and A, right? <laughs> uh, no, sorry, F and Antebellum. Uh, more pictures, please. More pictures. <laughs> um, this is uh, uh, just a prop. There's nothing. There's nothing in here. Um, <laughs> let me let me get to some prepared material. Uh, the, I meant to bring the the bigger book. Uh, yes, uh, can you draw a dragon? I want to see your skills of an artist. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, d does, do any of you, uh, have the time? You, you wear a watch, you wear a phone, just a, in your palm, it's, it's, you're wearing it, and none of, you've all checked it in the last 30 seconds. You have no idea what time it is. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? Because I am one of those. Okay, you get it. Um, look, if I ever were to wear, oh, I can't say that. No, no, it doesn't feel clean. It feels dirty, it feels wrong. Whoever is writing kindness is sexy hasn't met me. Okay, I'm putting on the bandana. I'm sticking out my finger guns and I'm demanding your laughs. Louder! Uh, I don't care what you've heard about him. You need to trust the Gordon's fishermen. Another thing I don't care about, I don't care about how cute your seven-year-old is. I don't want to swipe right on your kid, okay? 
Don't make your child your profile picture on a dating site. That's just, huh, they could be your whole world, but they're not mine. And I'm, I will never accept that responsibility. I am 26 years old. That's not believable. I am 27 years old. Okay, I'm 33 years old. Ah, <laughs> oh, that one you like, because it, you know I'm really close to death. I'm one of those Chris Farley, John Belushi, Jesus types. You know, a real, did I say Jesus? Um, look, um, hmm, clearing my throat for something really important to tell you. Mutiny Radio is still alive in these COVID times. But do you know where the money comes from? Comes from listeners like you. And with your support, we can keep doing this and getting better. And then we'll, someone will shoot to stardom and then they can help these people out. But until then, Mutiny Radio is in all of your hands. You got the whole world. Yeah, I forget the, mm, I can't use anymore. Uh, they put a copy strike on us. We can't, we can't put uh, nice music on anymore. Look, um, I'm gonna begin my real set now. Okay, if I ever were to wear blackface <laughs> continuously, I would only do it while I drive, so I can confuse the cops that pull me over. Wipe the makeup off. Surprise! This is the twelfth time we've been pulled over, officer. What is, what's the meaning of this? Oh, I got a headlight out. Oh, I got a turn light out. Oh, I haven't paid my taxes in four years. I, had, I don't have insurance for my car. I haven't registered my car in three years. Yeah. And you're going you're gonna to tell me this is a, a random inspection. Why are you cutting open my seats? What, is, what, do the, what does the car smell like? Why are there people next to the door? Are they that enthralled with me? Or is there a time limit on our fun here tonight? <laughs> I'm sorry, this is, this is all coming to me naturally. It's all because I asked. It's all because I asked how much time is left. It's okay. <laughs> Listen, if you want this and more, download the app if you have an iPhone. Download the podcast if you have iTunes. And and you have a computer. Uh, just 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 go to the website. Donate what you can. Share. If you can't donate, share. We have a GoFundMe, which I will need because I am out of work. <laughs> what do I do? You may be asking yourselves. Well, I was a Lyft driver until the whole car thing happened, but. I already explained it. You should be laughing more. Man, minutes go by like hours up here. I'm I'm really quite parched, so I think I'll leave you wanting, and I'm gonna go quench from the cores from the sweet cores light mountains.
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't get it. They get it. Pam Benjamin to the stage. That was Pancake. Yay. Yay. You know, I realize that I'm super old because I had to put my glasses on to pack my bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that weed was that pretty. I'd forgotten. It has all those trichomes and bicomes, all those pretty, like, crystals and stuff. Yeah. It's hard because I... I had the glasses on when I was packing my bong and then I looked up and I saw myself in the mirror and I was like, oh, no way. I need to keep beer goggling myself. Like, take the glasses off. Those are not the hairs you're looking for. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, they don't exist, do they? I don't know. What do my eyebrows look like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wear glasses. It's cool. Okay, we, this, is, this has been a lot of fun. You guys have been great. Clap it up for yourselves. You're an audience of distanced people being awesome. And I really appreciate that. You can uh, always give us money. You can come back here every Friday at 7 o'clock. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having fun. Thank you for believing in comedy. Oh, we're all going to live. Yay. Choose comedy. Choose life. Or use a mic condom. I don't even know. <laughs> My big question is like, so is COVID only like, is it only if you like make out? If you only make out, like, what can you have an orgy with masks? Are we <laughs> like, does it how San Francisco? How are we gonna move forward in this whole new thing? What are the poly people gonna do? I'm worried about us. How are we gonna get this done? Like, masks? Like. It, I, I mean, I guess it does. Like, everybody touch each other with your fingers, but there's COVID on your fingers. So, like, where does it, where does it end? I don't know. Thank you. Late, latex fetishes. What if I'm allergic to latex? Like, how does that work? Right? I've got an IUD, right? I've got a copper pool sweeper in my uterus to keep out all the dead babies. Right? Like, that's what it's for, right? That keeps out all the, it just swims around and keeps out all the dead babies. Are we not worried about that anymore? Is it something different? Like, I thought AIDS was scary, but that's easy to deal with, like COVID. What? No one knows what to do. You guys are all amazing. Stay distanced or do whatever you need to feel safe. Thank you for being here. Clap it up for yourselves again one more time. I've been Pam Benjamin. This has been Comedy on the Street on a Friday. Have a beautiful evening. Be safe. Bye-bye. Yay! Yay, and then yay, yay, and then yay. Things are happening. Gonna make some music happen. Yeah, go use the potty. Uh, I'm gonna bring up some uh, other music and stuff here at Mutiny Radio because we would never have dead air here. We would never do that. Uh, we're in the middle. Uh, we just started Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Uh, I should play an old one. I should actually play, oh, yeah. I'm going to find something cool that's good comedy that you're all going to like. How about, no, not that big Monday show. We want the, 
Ooh, we'll find it. We'll find it. We'll find it. We should talk about J.W. Blunt and the J.W. Megaweg show. You guys should check that out every Friday from 4 to 6, or you can check out his podcast, which is amazing. Here's the show from uh, last week, and I'm going to jump into the middle of it because, yay. They waste taxpayer money. Thanks so much for listening to me. It's every, it's what, seen it a million times. All right, I want to get a little bit. I want to get a little bit. I want to get a little bit deep here for a second. My my uh, my good friend of mine, you know, he uh, he lost his job recently, and he called the suicide hotline. It's a great move to see if there are any openings. Yeah, yeah. See if there are, any. and there were, and he got a job as a volunteer. He didn't know that though. He thought he was being paid in cash and not purpose, you know. But he called me up. He was like, "Hey." Did you know this suicide hotline gig was pro bono? I was like, yeah, what'd you expect? He goes, commission. <laughs> like, well, they could be like, you're pitching people their lives? Like it's on QVC? Like it's a product they can't live without? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. You mind if, you mind if I have that? I'm like, yeah, sure, but I want royalties. You guys got moms, all of you? We mo- are we a mom crowd? Do we all have moms? You guys are gonna hella relate to this then. You know, uh, my mom's my mom's real nervous lately, as I'm sure a lot of your moms are. She's been calling me late at night. That's when she wants to talk. She's like, Sam, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm gonna die. Die of COVID. I'm like, mom of COVID. Mom of COVID. That's ridiculous. Of COVID. You're already dead. Oh, he fucked it up. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. Oh, yes, that is one. We're working clean. I didn't even know we're working clean. I'm just naturally clean because I'm a federal agent. My mom's nervous. She's going to die. It's whatever. People are like, you shouldn't make that joke. You know, it could happen. You know? You don't want to jinx it. You don't want your mom to die because my mom is alive. That uh, That was a joke about my mom being dead and she's alive. But if God killed my mom because I made that joke, that must mean one thing, that he has a terrific sense of humor. <laughs> and he must love me, and he would never kill mommy. <laughs> no, my mom is alive. She's, she's very much alive, and she's worried. She's, uh, you know, she's worried. She's worried. She, the other day, she sat me and my sister down. She was like, Sam, before I die, I want grandchildren out of you two. I was like, Mom, don't you think they'd come out a little messed up? Come on, at the littlest bit? And then my sister goes, my sister chimes in, right? She goes, yeah, especially like, you know, with the climate, politically speaking. You know, now wouldn't be the best time to let the world know that me and my brother are having intercourse. I didn't know how to make that clean. I'm sorry. It's a lot more verbatious when I'm not allowed to use swear words. Yeah, good word. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Making up words. I had one friend, he had lost his job to, uh, one of my buddies lost his job to automation. You know, a robot took his job and then fucked his girlfriend. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> he did two swears. Bad boy, bad boy, everybody. Sam Carroll.
If we get in trouble, it's your fault. He had, he's the only one who's sworn yet. Sam Carroll, everybody clap it up. Yay. No, no, you can clap it up for him. It's okay. He, he messed up. See how I almost said the F swear and I didn't? That's because I'm an adult and I can curb my language. <laughs> no, he's very funny. Sam Carroll. Yay. Yay. People are going inside because they have to pee. But we're technically closed to the public. Thank you for hanging out. And you can always give us money in that jar, which is very exciting. And we have more comedians. Actually, our next comedian, she is so amazing. She's all over California, even. She came from Sacramento originally. Crazy things happen in her life. She lives here now. She's amazing. She's hilarious. She's been on this show. She's one of our favorites. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Drea Myers. Yay! It's me, clap it up for me. Yes, I am using a mic condom, thank you. <laughs> it's crazy, that's what it sounds like when I'm having sex too, it's insane. It's like the exact same sound effects. <laughs> I am horny, anyone else horny? Who? <laughs> he put two hands, he was like right here. Who's hooking up right now? Is anyone hooking up during COVID? <laughs> They're pointing at you, sir, in the glasses. I saw this article that was like how to hook up during COVID and it said just lay down and masturbate next to each other. That's all it said. That's all it said. That was the only tip. Um, I'm going on four months of COVID celibacy, you guys. Thank you. Four months of forced COVID celibacy. I'm starting to understand why incels commit mass shootings. Just in the line at Target, just horny and sexually frustrated, just looking around like, one more person, make a sound. Do it. I'm like, oh, that's why. Uh, school children must be super horny. Um, that was bad, that was a bad tag. Uh, <laughs> I'm also getting older, I'm not quite a cougar, I'm like a young puma. Yes, I'm a young puma without dental insurance. <laughs> so I'm a saber-toothed tiger, what's good? If you want that prehistoric, get at me, I got it. All day. Let's go digging for fossils. Um, <laughs> oh man, you're probably wondering how old I am, uh, but I never tell people my exact age. I never say my exact age. If you want to know how old I am, you got to count the circles on my vagina like a tree. <laughs> yeah, some of them are harder to count because they're smaller and closer together. Uh, those were the dry years. Those were the years of the droughts, everyone. <laughs> um, another, another time I'm getting older, I'm starting to ovulate super hard, you guys. Can you tell by these hips or no? Once a month, my hips just grow like five inches, like we're ready to birth. Let's do this. My body's just trying to have a baby against my will, you guys. I'm like, calm down, body. Um, but I am ovulating. I'm ovulating so hard, I went to go pee and I pulled an entire six pack of egg whites out of my vagina. <laughs> Ever happened to anyone else in this crowd? You could have fried that up in a pan, you guys. 
Could have served it to all the gluten-free, bougie brunch broads and called it an ovulate. Karen would have been like, are these eggs locally raised? <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, we just pulled them off Drea this morning. <laughs> they're cage free. And they're brown. <laughs> My eggs are getting old, y'all. They're turning brown. It's more like I got the egg substitute powder. You feel me? You just, you just blow it out, add water. And then you can jizz in it. You know what I mean? That's, that's how it works. That's how it works. That is how it works now at my age. <laughs> uh, I'm also starting to like older men. I'm starting to like older men, you guys. Yeah. I like when they got gray hair, but then they have like a super hot face. So I'm just like, oh, it's like a well-aged bottle of whiskey. You know what I mean? You just want to like take them down off the shelf, dust them off, and remind them what it's like to be swallowed. Thank you. That is technically a clean joke. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every time I adjust, it's like sound effects. Um, yeah, I'm not a lesbian right now. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like I look like a lesbian because I'm wearing like a leather jacket and like Vans. I don't know. It feels very lesbian-ish. Uh, I am bisexual though. That's how I know sexuality is not a choice because I'm trying to stop taking wiener and it ain't working. I'm like, dude, does anybody have a 12-step program to stop taking wiener? I don't usually say wiener, but I can't say the other word because this is a clean show. So we're saying wiener. Um, I think I'm on like the ninth step. I'm on like the apologizing step. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Um, yes, I am bisexual though. Uh, I have no game with women at all, you guys. My game with women, I feel like my game with women is the same game that was used on me when I was like 17, you know what I mean? Like my game is very uh, prepubescent. Like I'm just like, pretty much all I know how to like hold the op door open for a lady and then be like, oh, you look good. And that's it, that's all. <laughs> or I can like cat call, that's it. It's the only difference. It's the only thing I know how to do. Um, yes. What else? I'm starting to look at things differently. Like uh, I used to look at older women and all I would see was age. But now I look at older women and I see like stories and and layers and complexities and wisdom, you know what I mean? Because I'm getting older. I used to look at older men and all I would see was money. Yeah, but now I'm looking at older men and I see money and stable housing. <laughs> right? I'll see like a six-year-old man with white hair walking down the street, I'll be like. What's your name, white picket fence? <laughs> like, how you doing, Mr. Breakfast Nook? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just driving down the street, rolling down my window, like, hey, yo, pa! What that FICO score look like? Because it looks like real retired from over here. You look like you got like a two bedroom. I was just saying, you look like you're about a two bedroom. I don't know. <laughs> I know, 
I gotta stop flirting with him on stage. I gotta stop. <laughs> uh, dude, I just have like toys on stage. I'm just like, all right, let me play with this one. <laughs> oh man, it's horrible. Uh, what else? So I got a crooked leg. Can you guys tell or no? It's this one. It like goes in. It's crooked. I broke it. I broke it in three places like a year ago. Guess how I broke it, you guys. Guess. Uh, I fainted on Bart, everybody. I fainted on Bart. Has anyone else ever fainted on Bart? Hell no, just me. That's it. You know what they told me, too, when I went to the ER? Uh, the nurse told me I'm too damn tall to be standing for that long with my arms over my head. <laughs> she said there wasn't enough the blood to circulate through this entire organism for that, you know, that long stretch between West Oakland and uh, Embarcadero is too long for this body. I fainted, passed out, broke my leg, you guys. Uh, but I will say I had just moved here from Sacramento, so it was a trip, like, it was, it was a trip going from being annoyed by the medical emergency on BART to becoming the medical emergency on BART. I was like, damn, that's what happens when they announce this? It was like being backstage at a comedy show for the first time. I was like, that's what happens? <laughs> like, basically, the announcer's been a medical emergency. Uh, they stopped the train. The BART driver came out. He took one look at me. He was like, oh, yeah, that's broken. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> they called the EMTs. The EMTs came. They loaded me up on a stretcher. They took me out through the escalator, up through the exit. He still made me swipe my clipper card on the way out, y'all. Yes, cold world. Clap it up for me. Thank you so much. Drea Myers, yay! They made her swipe the clipper card. I can't believe it. That's like how right now parking tickets are essential. How is that possible? How in the COVID times are the parking tickets essential? That was me being... Uh, Cosby, that was my Cosby impression. <laughs> the parking tickets are essential. <laughs> How is it possible that the parking ticket put bops? <laughs> Just, I'm confused as to what's what's real, what's not real. Hey, it's COVID time. Your next comedian, what a what a joy, what a drink of water. He's he's ready to be clean for his first time here at Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands together for Luke Moore. Yay! Folks, row, row, row v. Wade. Abortion, abortion, abortion. Abortion, 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 abortion. Abortion, abortion, abortion. Thank you, thank you. My name is Luke Moore. I was a household name in the house that I grew up in. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, times are getting tough. You know, might have to move back to Texas. I don't know. We'll see. Not excited. You know why? Because the death penalty is in Texas. You know. Which, you know, you don't, you don't want to get on death row. I understand that. But it would be cool to be famous. You get to be famous for a day. The government, the governor talks about you, you know, for a day. You get to pick your last meal. On death row, I know my last meal, I don't know what it will be, but I just know I want Guy Fieri to cook it. You know, he's already making last meals. Just like slowly, you know, they're so unhealthy, they just slowly kill you, right? 
I just like the idea of Guy Fieri being like, oh, me, I have to make it? Like, yeah, Guy, it's the law, you know. <laughs> it's the law, you have to make it. They, The prisoner said, I want Guy Fieri to make the food. So you have to, you know. You're a slave to the state now, Guy. Shit, man. Hey, r real quick, before I get started, does anybody have a wall charger I can borrow? I need to charge my walls. Okay. You know, real quick, before I get started, uh, I need to clear my throat. Alright. I think I'm good now. Times are tough. You know, the future's getting pretty bad. I think Billy Joel could never write a sequel to We Didn't Start the Fire. You know, because We Didn't Start the Fire was like all about like how crazy and cool the 20th century was. It was like, uh, John John F. Kennedy! You know, it was like a whole song like about like Marilyn Monroe and the, the things and the Americana and shit. You know, it was like a whole song. But if he made a sequel, it would just be depressing, you know? It would just be like, 9-11, Stoneman Douglas, Columbine, like it would just, it wouldn't be a bop, you know? It would just be like, if if he just made a song about 2020, it would be like, Kobe Bryant and his daughter died in a helicopter crash, COVID-19. Like, would not, wouldn't be a hit, you know? Probably wouldn't even be top 40, right? People would hear it and just be like, You know what they say, killing half the soldiers is half the battle. You know. Then killing the other half of the soldiers is the other half of the battle. But, you know, no one ever talks about that. There's an old wartime proverb. Y'all miss Christmas music? I like, I, you know, I do. You know. I, the only Christmas song I don't like is The Little Drummer Boy. Which, it's just a bad song. Like, if you hear it, just listen to it again. It's like, you know, I mean, a drummer wrote it, first of all. So, you know, it's not... <laughs> a drummer wrote it, you know? It's just it's stupid lyrics. It's like... I have no gifts for him. It's like, you don't have any gifts for him. Everybody else brought a gift. You know? How about you give him your drum? You know, give me your drum. That's what I say. I played my best for him. It's like, you know, he was just born. Like, Jesus was just born. He's trying to sleep. And you come here uninvited with your drum. Just banging away at your drum. Waking up baby Jesus. How about you put a shirt on, little drummer boy? You know, show some respect. So, really, the only reason why I don't like drummers is I was in marching band, and I played trombone. The center snare fingered all the girls I, li all the girls I liked, you know? <laughs> and he's a percussionist, so I know it was pleasurable for the girl, you know? It was probably like, <laughs> you know? I can't compete with that, you know? I play trombone. What am I supposed to do? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Luke Moore, thank you. Good night.
everybody. Luke Moore. Luke Moore, everybody. Luke Moore. Luke Moore. Luke Moore. All right. We're about to get ready to read a Warhol Kaufman script. Episode 11. I don't know if you all have been chilling out with the awesome murder in mixed city situation happening. But we're on episode 11 now, motherfuckers. And uh, Warhol Kaufman's in the house in the hizzy. He's going to play some... Are you playing tunes in the interim? He's playing tunes in the interim. Yeah. But, uh, bring it up. I don't know. What do you want? Tune, to tune, to tune. Clap, clap. Yes. You all know the drummer handshake now. Well, we got to stop the... We got we to gotta do a bunch of things here. We have to stop this silly show from the other day. There, it stopped. And it's 12 pages. Look, here it is, episode 11, Trial in Murder Town, March 23rd, 2015. That's what's going to happen. We got... Yeah. I'm just reading what's on the screen. I but we've got... Oh, boy. We've got multiple microphones up. Things are happening. Stuff and things. I don't know who's reading what, but we're going to figure it out uh, soon. Yeah, who has... Getting scripts, blah, 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 figuring it out. You're, well, if you want to listen, I mean, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Well, you figure that out for yourself. I can't. You're the only one that can turn you up in the headphones. Sam's figuring everything out for everyone right now. Little more treble, little less, little less, little more, a little less. What are we doing? What are we doing? We're gonna read something. I don't know how to read. I need to get my glasses on, cause oh no, I'm far enough away that I can see what's happening. Exterior, mid city, Hall of Justice day. Who is? Who is God? Who is who? Who is God? He's gonna put on some headphones. Who is God? Who is who? Who is God? What's happening now? It's all gonna be okay. Murder in Mixed City, Exterior, Mid-City, Hall of Justice. You know he's going to be God? Good. Get in there. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Oh, oh. He's going to mix. Trial in Murder the, the microphone in front of Pancake doesn't only that one works that nobody's in front of. Not that one. That one, put it to the side. Put the other one. There we go. Hey, is this mic on? That is. Yes. Oh. You're you're live. You're super live, Roach. Okay, people can hear me yeah, being live. Roach is alive. If you haven't listened to Always Free, the podcast on Tuesdays under Clem's Castaways, then what are you doing with your life? You should definitely be listening to Always Free because it is... There you go, submix, bring it up, there it is. Mm. Don't listen to Always Free, you won't You should it. listen to Always Free. Turn it on just so you know that you don't like it. <laughs> I used to have a problem with that. That's what I do with Mint. Oh, turn them on so they don't have a problem with it. I see what you did there, Roach, what? Alrighty, guys. You're reading episode 11, Trial in Murder Town, March 23rd, 2015. Oh, we need to start it, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Start a new one. Don't stop it. Don't stop that one. Oh, start a new one. Th leave that. Don't do anything with it. Start a new one. Start Don't. A new there one. you go. There you go. There you go. The hey, it's Murder in Mix City. We're starting a new one. That's how it works. 
Mid-City Hall of Justice, NBC Studios. Exterior, Mid-City Hall of Justice, Day. Prosecutor Garrison Downey walks up the courthouse stairs. Two security officers wave him past a metal detector. I feel like shitting, man. So go fuck some shit. Prosecutor Downey enters the courthouse. Interior, Judge's Chambers, 104, Day. Judge Noose pours a drink. We hear a knock on the chamber door. Harold! Interior, courtroom, 104, Day. Garrison Downey enters the courtroom. Mr. Wallace, a large, dark-skinned man in an expensive pinstripe suit, sits alongside his defense lawyer. Downey greets the bailiff. Sorry, you must be new. I don't think we've met. Downey smiles. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, I, I'm Steve. They, uh, they, they needed bodies. Downey chuckles. Pleasure doing business with you, Steve. Downey winks. Let's magic up some justice. I, I guess. Downey walks to the prosecutor's table, glancing towards the empty bench. Someone places a note in Downey's hand, quickly moving away up the aisles. Judge Noose enters. Someone coughs. <coughs> Eloise part-time stenographer, waves towards the bailiff. Steve! Steve fidgets. Judge Noose climbs onto the bench. Uh, all rise? A door shuts heavily. Downey turns, too late to see who handed over the note. Downey unfolds the note. Your daughter's ineligible. Basement, ineligible. Downey stares, open mouthed at defendant Wallace, who looks back coldly. Judge Noose surveys the room. Your Honor. The inhabitants of the courtroom shuffle to their feet. The, uh, uh <coughs> honorable... <laughs> Steve glances around himself. Judge Noose touches the chair. I... Judge Alberta Noose. Judge Noose bangs her gavel. It's Bert. Noose gestures to a nameplate, which reads Bert Noose. Downey sneezes. Achoo! Bless you. Downey mops his brow. Can we? Judge Noose bangs the gavel again. Be seated. Hello, Steve. People shuffle to their seats. Is this, is the prosecution ready? Judge Noose sits. A clerk hands over the thick sheaf of folders, full of documents, statements, and evidentiary photographs. Downey clears his throat. <coughs> Eloise types furiously. Noose flips through the sheaf of file folders. And the defense? Wallace attorney stands. The defense? Has been prepared, Your Honor. Downey slaps a hand on the prosecutor's table. Excuse a moment, me? Your Honor. May I step out for... Downey glances around. Ex excuse me? A glass of water? Noose examines a document, holding it again. Uh, holding it against an exhibit photograph. Five minutes. Noose bangs the gavel. Mr. Wallace smiles. Interior, courtroom 103 day. Fuckwad enters the room, led by Werewolf, the bailiff. Casual Monday! Fuckwad stumbles. Bigger fish! Esquire enters, gesturing to the bailiff. All rise! Fuckwad flails. Where's my liar? Professor, <laughs> Professor Gatwood enters. People stand. Your Honor. Gatwood takes the bench. The prosecution will approach the bench. Gatwood wraps the gavel. Be seated, you. Esquire approaches the bench. Gatwood leans forward. Elizabeth, 
Gatwood sits, misjudging the chair and falling backwards off the bench. Jury members gasp and Cincinnati enters. Present and accounted for your... Since he glances around, Gatwood returns to the bench. I am retired, Elizabeth. Since he sets a worn leather briefcase down on the defense table. <sighs> Permission to approach the bench. Gatwood surveys the room. I'll deal with you later. <laughs> approach, I suppose. Jacob, close the proceedings. Werewolf the bailiff locks the courtroom doors. In case of emergency, proceed through the judge's chamber. Session is closed. Gatwood bangs the gavel. The state has waived your right to a trial by jury. Since he steps forward, the jury stirs, muttering to one another. Your Honor, prejudicial. This is highly unusual. Uh... Sidebar. Gatwood bangs the gavel. Recess. Fuckwad laughs. <laughs> Yay! Interior courthouse, 102, day. Judge Bruce Wilcox sits at the bench. Sacramento. Be seated. Bruce bangs the gavel. Mick fidgets at the defense table. Cecily Peabody rifles through an accordion file. Marley J. Salk places a hand on Mick's shoulder. You're supposed to stand. Judge Wilcox checks some notes. Mr. Steele? Mick picks up something off the bottom of his shoe. Be black days and nightmares, you black nigger motherfucker. Judge Wilcox bangs the gavel. The prosecution may proceed. Word from the governor? Shadow Council has arrived? Very well. The jury will be remanded as witnesses and held... In sequester for consultation with regard to sentencing, if and only if. Interior, interrogation room, dark. Two shadowy forms, chair and a table, with a naked bulb glaring overhead and one-way mirror glass. Necessary. Grunts, thuds, groans, and curses. Assailed the ear, ass assailed the ear as a bloody promenade of cuffed prisoners. It wasn't me. Don't leave me in here. I know you're listening. Hey, hello? The fucking man in the glass is so fucking creepy. Hey, I see you. You she, see me. She approaches the glass and tries to look through. Screw you, bastard. Becca, Becca, would you uh, c come here? Sit down. Please. I'm sorry. Let me call my parents. Can I just? I need to. At least. I want to take a shower. I just need. I really. Ju I just. Uh, Becca's I voice breaks. Adam spits on the floor. <laughs> Jesus. Can I? I need, I need someone. Please help me. Someone, please, please, oh my fucking, please, ah, I'm so hungry, exterior, I'm hungry. Exterior, NBC studio, day. Kilroy sits with a book on the curb across from City Hall. 
Rebecca, are you all right? They didn't touch you, did they? Killboy Burks turning a page. The skinny teen pulls a Granny Smith from some pocket, balances the apple on his book, skewering the fruit on his knife and taking a bite. Interior, halls of justice, day. Prosecutor Garrison Downey whispers into his cell phone. I don't care where you think. Honey, I I'm sorry. Really trying to gank me with a knife? Exterior, city hall, day. Killboy bites his Granny Smith apple, which is skewered onto a switchblade. Take three on interrogation room. Toulouse, not one of your best. Interior, courtroom 103, day. Professor Gadwood confers with Elizabeth Esquire. Since he massages Buckwad's shoulders, Jacob Wolf, still in his werewolf costume, confers with the stenographer, an older woman, whose titties bounce as she types. You're Caroline? Oh, no. This bullshit Patsy trial, another fucking afternoon in Murder Town. Mr. Steele, please quiet down. Interior, courtroom 102, day. Mick stands on the defense table. Marley J. Salk gestures for the detective to step down from his perch. As Prosecutor Peabody throws her hands in the air, Judge Wilcox bangs the gavel. We can't beat them on evidence. Mick slowly climbs down from the table. Why? Wilcox bangs his gavel repeatedly. You did it. We know you did it. They have security camera footage. Mick sits down. Wilcox sends the gavel down. Oh, uh, okay. Although, those tapes are missing a few minutes of relevant context. A copy of the Mid-City Chronicle sits beneath Marley J. Salt's briefcase. A partially obscured headline reads, Will Clooney continue with a byline? Gwen Libby, staff associate. Interior, NPR Studios, day. Hot Sauce scribbles a tag on the mixer in permanent marker. Still here, filling in for Cincinnati. No candles to lose. No fucking candles. In Murder Town. No fucking candles. In Murder Town. In Murder Town. Did it. We did in Murder Town. Murderville. It was a city, but you know. Pew, 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 Shots fired. And then all the industry left. Shots fired in Murder City. Ghost town full of dead people. Cancel Jimmy Fallon's ice cream. It's a delicious flavor. Fuck your face. The Tonight Dough. Yeah. It's endearing. It's got caramel in it. All right. Does anybody want to? I mean, we can shut this down, but you, you know what else has cats. caramel in it? Give away my cats. Why does ev Why does everyone think I'm not asking a question when I do that? Do, do you know what? Do you know what has caramel in it? I a lot of things have caramel in them. 
do you know what has caramel in it? Do you know what else has caramel in it? I make, I make pot caramel. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you about. know what else has caramel eat in a, it? Eat a piece of pot fudge. Someone do you know what has go. caramel in it? It will make more sense if you eat. That flavor is um, espresso, white chocolate, <laughs> and um, cashew. Cashew is a rich man's nut. I once heard <laughs> someone say that comedy is 55% body language. What are you, a fucking math major? Jokes all the time, don't you say? Whatever. That wine is disgusting. I have a, I have a is chemistry. It's terrible. It's so I bad. I have no sense of taste. Okay, so I, I didn't. I even, have no. I was sense like, of taste is that wine? Well. So it's, uh, it's. Can I have another sip of it? I yeah. just want to taste how awful it is. I have a, I have a really bad chemistry joke. If you want to hear it. Okay. Sure. Aluminum and copper are sitting at the bar. Gold walks in. They go, A U. Hey, you. Drop the mic. Get out of that. Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, you. Because A-U is gold. Hey, right? you. I love how you pronounce that with the capital letter and the under capital. You're like, hey, you. Because you can't, you can't tell that joke and go, hey, you. No, you nah, people will be like, what the fuck is he talking about? This was a huge success. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. All of the gems are being dropped right now. You pearls before swine. You fucking swine. <laughs> right? No? No, those are J.W. Blunt's glasses. Yeah, you should listen to J.W. Blunt and the J.W. Megawig show. From four to six, things happen. Josh was on it Pick earlier. It was, it was up. great. Oh, what's someone up? brought us a soundboard. Get on the mic. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Someone Sam? Someone brought us a tiny soundboard. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about world peace. World peace? In oh our God. time. I paid thousands of dollars for those same sound effects, Pam. <laughs> those are some great sound effects, Pam. <laughs> if only you could patch them directly. Oh, pretty into lady. The radio. Someone left this here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We need a condenser mic on that. That's after most of my jokes. That's, that's cool. That sounds like after the majority of my jokes. <laughs> no, that's that's all of every uh, outdoor mic, you know? You can only hear. This is the always free podcast where you get to hear the, the, the crickets. <laughs> but these are real crickets. Her crickets are real. These are fake crickets, and that's fucked up, and you shouldn't listen to that. They're taking jobs from real crickets. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to all those it crickets that are stop. on unemployment now from, from automation? <laughs> uh, automate crickets getting automated. Yeah, that's a funny you know, premise. Well, and you know which crickets get automated first is the, the crickets of color. The crickets they of always suffer the most. It won't stop. <laughs> I just thought about tan, tan crick, like like crickets not of color, and I just pictured like an empty exoskeleton, like a like a <laughs> cicada, like a like just like a yeah the shell they leave. Those are the bastard crickets. The, the best new job that hasn't been appreciated as a new job is for the English Premier League because they're playing soccer and they have a DJ that specifically does crowd sounds, 
It is yeah. amazing because nobody's wow. there. But there's I don't DJ think that's better than Mark Noyer's job. Sounds. No, because when one thing they're about to make a goal, they're they're the most important of unimportant things. It, it's a podcast. Someone be entertaining. I can't do it anymore. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, waka waka. I'm like what you're saying is like a sitcom. You know, sitcoms have the, um, the artificial laughter. They're just trying to <laughs> recreate that. Yeah, oh, those people are dead. I mean, living in a strip club is kind of like a sitcom move, actually. It. Mark should GoPro his life from the chest. <laughs> he should chesty that. Just the empty. He finds stuff in the lost and found, and just wears it. Tries it on, yeah. Wash it. Is that why he dresses? I'm that way? dude. I bet Mark Nor gets he dressed. Can't get the clothes because it's stuck to him. I bet he. I bet he gets dressed in, in those mirrors that have like 18 different ways to look at yourself. Yeah. That like half yeah. d- half circle mirrors. <laughs> oh my that god. Too. That too. That explains all the sleek black jackets though. He knows the focal point of all the mirrors when a stripper goes outside the focal point. He's like, no, she's he, fucking it up. She no, doesn't know the focal he point. Used to, he had a joke that was like, he wants to be a mirror. Like, that was his whole goal is to be the mirror. Yeah, will, Before they go on stage, when they check their asshole for lint, he was like, if I could only oh be that God. mirror. If I could only be the mirror Did that checks their that assholes for lint. Someone told him that you don't lint, need to be a mirror lint. to look in someone's asshole. You could just bend oh, down and look at one. All right. He wants to be all up in her velvet underground. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm disgusted by the premise of a stripper checking her butthole for lint in front of a mirror. How Ooh. is that? How, how would you prefer, like, in a pond? I just feel like I, you could use lint. a handheld mirror. I just is oh, she is she, like, frogging and looking back at it in, like, a, on, on like one of those table mirrors? Which are you going to be how more... Could, how, does this, how is this move done? Are you going to be more disgusted... I noticed that she che- are you more disgusted that she checks it, or are you going to be disgusted, disgusted she whips the wrong word? But what if she whips off her panties and didn't check, and she has it? Is that going to not bother you? I, I just didn't Did even it? know that that was part of the job. It's just like a sausage is made type shit. You it was just one of those moments for me. You don't know until it happens to you. What? Upton Sinclair. Oh, dear God. I don't know. Upton Sinclair wrote The Jungle. Yeah, among other things, but he wrote The Jungle, which is a, like an expose show me your jungle. about 1908 and the fucking meatpacking industry. And if anyone knows anything about meatpacking, that's me. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you gotta pack that meat in there. I'd like to say thank you for last week. Josh Kahn bought 20 fucking sandwiches for everyone. And I hope you ate those sandwiches all week because no one ate the, the sandwiches. Bun- yeah, but thank you last week. I had a sandwich the next day. I was fucking stoked on that sandwich. You put it in, in the fridge? I was just, yeah, I brought I it just home handed them the out to people as I let, like between here and the car, I just, I handed out like three or four more. And yeah. Then I my roommates. Uh, it's, it's my pleasure to feed you guys. Damn. They're not called homeless. They're called questionably housed. Ew, yeah. I got real angry shit. about a lot of people's jokes. They're questionably housed. You'd have been kicked off Letterman for that. Give them some fucking... We need to dehumanize them. <laughs> dehumanize them. Dehumanize the homeless. <laughs> what is that? They're, they'll be easier to corral that way. I don't think the homeless want to be any kind of eyesed. I think they just want to keep doing it. Well, I've always been saying we should treat we should treat like stray cats like homeless people and homeless people like stray cats. Like we should take the indigent into our homes and feed them. And get and rid then, of their worms. And, and is cats, that what we're supposed yeah, to do? Get ri- we're supposed well, to get rid just, of their worms. But just but cats they cats should all be on the street. Like nobody should have cats. Yeah, nobody should have cats. All cats come with worms. Toxoplasmosis. Everyone should know. Okay, 
Not toxoplasmosis, but pretty much. Bro, you cut Josh Khan off Pam, in the middle also, of a thought. It's also the same with with puppies. Like most puppies are born with worms. Like puppies come with worms. Unfortunately, worms are not. Born what is the cutoff for worms? We all have like a microbiome in us, in our it's stomachs. Probably the ones that make you. How long is the cutoff? Make you lose blood and um, you know. You're punching down on these worms here. Every dog has those <laughs> kinds of worms. <laughs> Don't punch down on the worms. They're just trying to live, motherfucker. They're, just They're barely crawling through life. Lower intestines. Oh. Yeah. Quicksilver? Tiny little. Here's here's the fucked up thing about my cats is that one of my cats has worms and the other one doesn't. And the other one, the one of the cats goes up to the other cat's butt all the time and like eats the worms uh, out of its butt. But the other cat does only one of my cat has worms, and I keep giving them the uh, the fucking medicine. But one has it and one doesn't. Here's the thing: when COVID ends, I'm you, gonna have to cats actually. Have worms? One of my Zernon has worms, but Mister Poopy Butthole doesn't, because Mister Poop and Mister Poopy Butthole is constantly licking. Zerdon's ass and eating the worms, but for whatever reason, Mr. <laughs> Poopy Butthole doesn't get worms. How many calories do um, cat butthole worms have? Pam? That's a good I'm question. An expert on this. What we learned earlier is that um, cum has 18 calories in it, and that's important. It's a lot of protein, and if you're bulimic, you don't have to throw up after you eat someone's cum. You really should take that protein into your body because it's only 18 calories. You're going to be fine. you're snowballing, you're going to lose protein each time. Mm. That's just a fact. You're losing zinc, too. You know, you got to take zinc. It's the law of diminishing cum returns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was are mean. Are you losing question? your protein or are you just <laughs> sharing it? You know, like, are you sharing it? You get trace amounts of protein. The other person gets... Well, it depends. If you're cream pieing, that's different. You probably would get... That's big important. That reminds me of when I was seventeen, and that guy told me that girls can't get pregnant if they're on top. It's like I think I want to do some research on this first. (laughs) (laughs) Someone be scintillating. We've got an hour. We can we can put on music too. We don't have to like. I'm waiting for an email uh, to be sent to me. These buns are coming pretty hot, actually. Uh, I'm waiting for an email, too. Pam. Okay. Email could from you, who? Could you, could you from your fairy agent that's going to swoop down and yes. pick you up out of food. Actually, it's yeah. from you. Be like, I should you're be you're Zoom sending show. me a, a video. You're China. sending me a yeah. video through your phone Yo, if you would just listen. If you have any idea how ignorant you sound right now, you are trying to send me a video through Let's email. Your phone is. No, it's not. Can my you phone double isn't check is my phone working phone? without my yes. permission? Yes, I sent it to me because I was using your camera to document the night as you asked us to. Thank you. Yes. <sighs> it's like. It's like when when my ex would say, "Oh man, your breath." You have an ex? Yeah, yeah. It, it's surprising. I know. I'm only 150 years old, and I have one ex. You look good. I look really good, right? It's, it's, spot, it's the right? baby blood. Just bathe in baby blood. Drink baby blood. Just make it every aspect of your being. Be I know how to make both. blood sausage. It's 
Not that difficult. Have you ever Except smelled a baby? When was the last time any of us smelled a baby? You know why they smell so good? Because they're freshly baked. <laughs> why are you guys laughing? Was am I was I too you funny? You remind me of all the fun times I've eaten babies. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they were like preemie babies, like so preemie that oh. they were like still sperm, you know? Like oh, oh you know, and those are only 18 calories. And they're a, ha- <laughs> they're a mouthful. It's nothing. It's nothing. You should definitely. Just a mouthful, too. Good skin cream, though. Also. Uh, speaking of babies, does anybody want to adopt a kitty cat? I have a bunch. I already have two. I would take what? a third, but For I'm real? not you allowed one, to in real life. Seriously, if anybody that can hear the sound of my voice on the internet wants a cat, <laughs> a lot of people. I'm dead serious. They're super I cute. I I'm dead serious. Cats. Just give us I your address and we'll cats. mail it to you. I, just I will seriously all, hand deliver the most adorable kitty that you've cat. ever seen, Gio. Dude, tomorrow. my thing with that is if I just if I cat. said yes to that, that would mean the only thing that was stopping me from getting a cat was like someone offering me to with one. So it's like no. I would either want one or I wouldn't want one. It, it, someone offering me one wouldn't change it, you know? You, they would, How old's you your puppy That would be so arbitrary. I would just be a bad owner, I feel is like. Is your I'm puppy a, a dog now? I wouldn't put worm cream on its pussy. Is your, what? Is your, is your puppy a dog now or is it still a puppy? My puppy? You have a puppy. It's, it's juvenile. So it's a dog now. It's like jerking off and shit now. It's gross. <laughs> Walking on them all the time. What do you do with a juvenile dog? You just... Help him finish, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wait, help him finish what? <laughs> His homework. I mean, I, I love to, I love to touch my cat's or? balls before yes. I chopped them off. When my cat's balls were ripe, before I t- uh, cut them off, I would touch his Zerdon's balls. I'd squeeze them. It was so fun. And just <laughs> boop, boop. You squeeze his little kitty balls. It was really cute. And I was really bummed when they chopped off his balls. I asked the veterinarian, I'm like, what do you do with all the cat balls? And she was like, oh. And I said, can, I, can you give them back to me? I'd like to make them into earrings. I'd like to wear my cat's balls as earrings. And she was like, we can't, we can't do that. What is wrong with you? And I was like, I'm a stand-up comedian. She's like, oh. <laughs> Maybe I get it. She's like, how can you afford the $152 to get your cat's balls chopped off if you're a stand-up comedian? It's like, well. <laughs> go fund me. <laughs> yeah, go fund my cat. It still has worms, and I can't get rid of them. What am I doing? Help me, somebody. No, I have the deworming. Every the two cat- weeks, I'm supposed to give him the stuff, and I check his poop, and I check his butt, but the problem is that I can't see anything without my glasses. So without my glasses, it looks like his butt is normal. But then I put my glasses on, and I'm like, oh, there's so many worms. So uh. I just beer goggle everything. My whole life is just pretending that my cat isn't dying from a worm addiction. Uh, oh, worm I'm sorry. Addiction. I, well, like no, he I shows hope it. If like Jonathan the cat was didn't graduate this, he'd be school. like, I will take care of the cat. Give me the cat. The cat can't afford worm not. medicine because the cat donates all its money to Mutiny Radio to keep the station God running. bless that fucking yeah. cat. You know what I'm saying? My cat's lazy. He doesn't even have a job. Like fun. the Venmo is at Mutiny Radio, and anyone all can donate. Anyone can do that. There's a GoFundMe. I was in Greece, and all the cats had worms coming out of their butt. And they lived for six, seven years apiece, so (laughs) they're all good. Did someone tell you that, or did you check them? Hey, evolution's going to happen just like that. Were you wearing your glasses when you made this uh, hypothesis? I I try to wear my glasses as little as possible. How could I even fact check you on that if I wanted to? You don't have to. 
so, uh, not falsifiable. I make everything up. Shut up. <laughs> satellite <laughs> satellite <laughs> photography. You want to believe in my yeah. reality? That's fine. We can just. <laughs> satellite photography being what it is these days, I'm sure you can check. I was taught about perspective. Oh, speaking of satellite things, so all the places that we might or might not be having underground comedy shows. 17th and Folsom in Chan something. <laughs> it's at 17th and Folsom. It, it's a three-word name. It has a thing in Chan something. There's uh, 20th and Cap. We might show Pam, you're Cap. And there's in front of Brainwash at 7th and Folsom. Oh, Brainwash closed. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is closed? I know. No. In December of Comedy, comedy. No, in December... In December of 2018, Brainwash closed and nothing's happened there. So that parklet's still there. So maybe we'll be doing comedy there. Maybe. Mm, I don't seems know. Seems like a shame. Also, to uh, did I already say 17th and Folsom, 20th yeah. and Cap? And the other one is uh, uh, Fillmore between Golden Gate and Eddie. So yeah. that's another place that we might or might not be doing comedy. And who knows? The might next one might be, be right in your neighborhood, yeah. right in your backyard. Well, what we need is someone with a van. So that we can just drive up Whoa. to anywhere and, cough and just in people's put, mouths. The, put the mic. You've got the thing. Well, a flatbed truck makes a good stage, actually. Dude, Absolutely. if you need someone with a van, you should do what they do in Grand Theft Auto if you need a fire truck. You should start the fire and then rob the fire truck when it comes. I just, I have like you a... You don't have any money. Firemen are poor, Listen, too. listen, listen. When you need a fucking fire truck in Grand Theft Auto, you throw a molten cocktail at a building and the fire truck comes. You should apply that logic to getting a van. You should find someone... That attracts vans. Something that attracts vans. A van magnet. Find a van magnet. Find yourself a van magnet. Put a leash on it. The protest is a van magnet. Leash protest is a van magnet. Yes. Van magnets have names. Yeah, I get triggered by vans. Well, so the shoes and the vehicles. You know those shoes have Star of Davids on them. We have 50 minutes left. It's like middle school knowledge. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do some. I'll start right now. Do you want it? No, no, we can make actual karaoke happen. My tenets are then speed. Flying into the wind now. You probably want to set up while I'm singing. Is this wind? Flying. Oh, I thought it was Yes, it is. Right. Yes. Okay, I'm going to start again. <coughs> no. Oh, you want to do more podcasting, though? Oh, okay. Sam has to go. The fun is over. Party uh, canceled. Um, no more fun will will be happening here. We're still gonna do karaoke, but we're we're rescheduling fun. Fun is now on a rain check. You know how rain checks work? It, it's basically yeah. That's never gonna happen. You know what that's called? That's that's like when I asked my dad, "Hey, are we gonna do that thing?" And he's like, Your "We'll see." Checks always bounce. Yes, checks always bounce in my parents' house. Yeah, they bounce all over the place. They're energetic checks. Wait, are it's you a- are you podcasting? I am podcasting. Are, are you you're podcasting? Good um, fish song, bouncing around the room. It's a good song. About bouncing, but bouncing, bouncing no, all no, no. around the room, no, no, no. bouncing, good, bouncing, can, can, bouncing all around the room. You don't, do you not know who fish is? Do you not know how they're like? Jump around. Fishy, but not say that in the microphone. Oh, okay, all right, all right, fine. I would never be caught defending. Yeah, hold on. 
on the West Coast. On the West Coast, it's really like if you say, if you admit that you've listened to Fish or you like Fish, a lot of the Grateful Dead kids. Will um, hate you. Will yeah, they'll beat you. Up the GDF heart. family, man. They'll they'll beat you up with their uh, crystals. It's crazy. Um, with their crystals. So it's uh, important to know <laughs> that uh, no one should know that we're into fish. And their their gang is called the Anti Anastasios. My my dead Anybody? dog. Anybody? My. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, he's a pretty. Hey, my dead, my dead dog has been to eleven fish concerts, and he's dead. Oh. But I've yeah. Was my that the cause? My dog's been to eleven fish concerts. No, he just hung out in the fucking parking lot. It was fine. He's fine. Also, uh, Jimmy Buffett concerts. In Jimmy a hot Buffett car? and fish closer than you thought. In a hot car, your dog? No, of course not. Never in a in cold a car. Cold car. <laughs> <laughs> Cold car. Was that at Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> wow. It all happened. Margaritaville. Here we come. Oh, you're going to sing your uh, uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise song, Pam? Well, it's not my song. It's Jimmy Buffett's song. I know. Song. You're, you're yeah. going to sing Cheeseburger in Paradise. Who like doesn't? Hetfield? Cheeseburger in Paradise, Paradise. No, I know, but do you, you don't sing it like Metallica. Paradise. I can. <laughs> Cheeseburger in paradise. 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 I lost. Wasting sure. away again I, in I the Margarita. I lost my salt and pepper shakers. I blame it on the woman. And she caused the volcano too. I blame it on a woman. The volcano went off. I blame it on a on a woman, right, Pam? Sure. Jimmy Buffett. All right, I want to have fun again. I have to pee. Okay. Let's play some music and see what. What happens. was fun like? Karaoke. Do you remember the before if times? Gar- if you want to sing karaoke, karaoke's still gonna happen, folks. A little urination and. Do you know the drummer handshake? I did it. I made an impact. <laughs> My life has meaning, intrinsic value, and worth. Something long lasting of something else's. Isn't that great? Isn't it great when you pass around somebody else's something and then you take credit for it yourself? Isn't that what having children is? Hey, here's what's weird. Have you been watching the thing about the people that are cult leaders? Why are they all dudes? Where are the female cult leaders, right? You got David Koresh. You got like the the guy who made everybody drink the, the purple gate people with the thing, the Heaven's Gate with the purple things. You got the drinking the Kool-Aid, the Jim Jones. Where are the female cult leaders? And I think that's just because everyone calls them mom. Small, small cults. Mom, maybe grandma, right? I don't know. I don't know how your cult works. I'm a Marxist. I don't believe in families. All right. <laughs> I got laughs on that. Here's You want some Marxist jokes. Here we go. I've been a nanny forever. I've been paid to hang out with other people's spawn. And they're like, when are you going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? And I'm like, I'm a Marxist. 
It's called labor and no one pays you for it. We call it labor. And we don't get paid. We're literally the means of production, everyone. Yeah, Marxist was a feminist. Yeah, he was. You didn't think he was. We it's the same thing with the framers of the Constitution. We think they meant this. I'm like, I think Marxist, I think Marx meant this. He meant that women actually could own their own labor and prostitution should be legal. That's clean. <laughs> That's I'm just saying. I know some 55-year-old guys in New Jersey that need to be touched. And like, what are we? I've been on some Zoom calls, friends, and they need help, you know? Actually, I feel like I've been using my sexuality in the wrong way. Like, as a liberal, as like a really true Marxist, I could be changing the world right now. I could find some over 50-year-old Trump-supporting climate change denier, right? And I can take off my clothes and lay next to him, snuggle all up, like whisper my liberal drivel into his ear <laughs> so he can finally hear the truth. Climate change is real, dude. It's real. It's real. I don't know. Y sometimes, you know, when you microdose MDMA on a Zoom call with people in Jersey, you really learn things about yourself, you know? You really learn what San Francisco is about, <laughs> right? Cool. Thank you. I've still been clean. Can you believe it? I am embracing this clean comedy thing. <laughs> Nine years in. This is going to be my last joke because we got to close it down. But I had a buddy. I used to only do like specifically. My first three years of comedy was like all really basic sex jokes. And I was like, but they like it. That's what they like. That's what they like. <laughs> like, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to stick nefarious things in your mouth. I get it. My jokes were about that. Please. <laughs> like, I get it. But my buddy, my buddy Steve Poggi, he was like, Pam, you're so smart. Like, you're better than that. And now, and, and, and now I still do the same jokes. I just don't swear. So <laughs> okay, thank you all for being here so much tonight. This has been amazing. This has also been my ninth year comedy versary. Thank you. The first set I ever did was at Amnesia on a Tuesday. Five punchlines equals three minutes. For beginners, just if you want to try, you look like you want to try. This guy, this guy wants to be a comedian someday. Five punchlines is three minutes. Every story you've ever told at the water cooler is boring unless you have five punchlines. Five punchlines is three minutes. I learned that. I did a set. It, I never looked back, and I love comedy so much. And I thank you all so much for being here. COVID is killing us, so any dollars that you can put into this thing here are amazing to keep us alive. We also have a Venmo. It's Mutiny Radio, all lowercase one word. The FM one is not real. Someone else set it up. It's not us. I don't know who that goes to, and I don't know how to fix it because I'm a Luddite. I'm like, how am I running an internet radio station? I'm an artist. Like, what am I, what am I doing right now? I don't know. So, but thank you all for being here, and I really appreciate it. We have tons of shows here. Thank you for being here. Thank you to all the comedians who performed. Um, yay for, thank you so much. Thank you for nine years of comedy. I'm sorry that we're all dealing with COVID and I hope that we can all be friendly neighbors in the future and that we all love each other and everything is wonderful. Yay! Thanks all for being here. Good night, yay!
Actually, I should say that coming up later, we're going to be reading one of Mike Spiegelman's scripts. So if you're a comedian and you want to act, hang around, because we're going to be doing some sketches with Mike Spiegelman's scripts. And until then, enjoy whatever's going to happen.
everybody. So what's going to happen live right now is that we're in the middle of Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. There was some comedy. We're going to be setting up with some Zoom stuff with Mike Spiegelman soon and his stuff. But until then, it's J.W. Blunt uh, with Anne Andrea playing. You know what happened in COVID? Drea decided to learn guitar. So that's what's going to happen. We're going to mess around. We're going to fuck around. We can say fuck again. Yay, we can say fuck again. Uh, so that's happening, and we're hanging out. Bye. Josh Kahn taking out the buzz, being a king. He's a king taking out the buzz. It's when you put too many, when you put too many electronic things together, they make a weird thing, and then you make witchcraft. JW Blunt has an amazing show on Fridays from four to six. It's called the JW Megawag. You should listen to that. Local musicians talking about all kinds of things. He's a local musician. He has a new project called Tiki Desk Concert. Yeah, that's not Tiny Desk Concert, it's Tiki Desk Concert. And it's amazing and it's underground and you can find out by checking him out. Just message him on Facebook, he's JW Blunt. Drea's gonna play, oh, nope, nope, nope. Josh Kahn's gonna play. I'm just gonna relinquish everything, here you go.
All right, I, I hate to I hate to ruin the party or make the party better. I'm not sure, but uh, we're gonna be reading we're gonna be reading a something from Mike Spiegelman. He he's gonna zoom me in or something, and and we're supposed to read his stuff. I don't know how to do that, Sam. I can't. I don't know how to do all the day. Everyone's like, just show people that you're here and then zoom the thing. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can't do the things. Um, but I'm, we're supposed to be, I need to get with him on the, oh, it's so difficult. There are so many people that contact me. Okay, I'm going to figure this out. Play more, uh, someone play more guitar until we... We're not gathered, I swear to Christ. There's only 11 people in this room. And everything is fine, and everything's cool. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. That's a song by the Wyatt Act. Someone knows how to play piano? Move mic four over to the piano.
then yay. Oh, he just, uh, that's amazing. It's the station guitar, thanks to J.W. Blunt of the J.W. Megawig Show every Friday from 4 to 6. How exciting. All right, so, uh, ooh, boy, do I love feedback. No, it's perfect. Uh, so we're going to do this thing, everybody, um, actors. I need actors. We're going to be reading um, – we're going to be reading Mike Spiegelman's amazing script, uh, The Omnibus. We've got a bunch of sketches, and I need actors. So I need actors to come inside, and we're going to get that done because Mike Spiegelman has written some very funny things, and we're in the middle of Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. And what an amazing show he had for the happy hour and the live thing and all the stuff that's happening. But now, we, I mean, and we just got to her here. If you are listening live or on the podcast you should clap wildly for josh khan and the guy who was playing piano i don't know he's the guy yay the guy yeah he's like the guy on the couch he's like the guy on the couch but he's the guy on the piano absolutely so that was a lot of fun and we're gonna read these crazy scripts and it's gonna be a lot of fun so let's put i'm gonna put some music on and then we're going to figure everything out. We've got Mike Spiegelman already on the Zoomy Zooms. He's in darkness because that's what writers like to do. They like to not be seen. They just want to be behind the scenes.